Good morning, everybody. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite chilly today. Yeah, it kind of snowed a little bit yesterday. So, um, yeah, but yeah, uh, we're, we're back in our series in Exodus. And today I wanted to title our sermons uh, Download and Upload. Right, exactly. Like, you know, uh, downloading things and uploading things from the computer. Has anybody downloaded anything recently on your computer? We all have like smartphones, PCs, any app? You, 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 yeah, one person. Yes, yeah, couple. Right, right. You know, and then maybe not even an app, but you know, we download maybe pictures we send to each other. We share files and we upload things. But have you ever encountered a site where you're kind of like, ooh, I don't know if I really want to download this thing. I don't know if it's, you know, maybe your friend, even if a friend sent you something, oh, I don't know if I want to download this. Have you ever had that too? Right? I, I think we all have encountered that. What, what actually would make you feel safe to download that? Right? What would make you feel safer? Like, you know, if there was uh, some way that you can know 100% it, it's safe, what would that be? Right, well, I mean, you know, maybe we can think of some things, but what if God had a website? Right, what if God had some apps for us? How safe would you feel uploading that? Yeah, it would be verifiable, stamp of approval, it would be safe. Now, what if God did actually have these things all the time that He wanted us to download? But what if he's waiting for us to simply click on that button, but we're not doing it? So today in, in we're in Exodus chapter 34. And I want to see how God is just showing himself to Israel, revealing himself more and more. 
でここで神様がどのようにご自身のことをイスラエルのためにもっともっと分かるように示していらっしゃっているかというところを見ていきたいと思います。And we will see how Moses is actually one, one model for us to follow as a person who goes to God to upload things from God. そしてモーセという人がですね私たちの一つの手本としてどのように神様に近づいてそして神様からくださるものを自分の中に取り込んでいっているかということを見ていきたいと思います。この話から今日私たちがどんなことを学ぶことができるかを見ていきたいと思います。Okay, so Exodus chapter 34. 出エクトキの第34章からです。There'll be two sections. I'll read one,、uh, verse one through nine. 2箇所を読みまして、1つは1から9節。Uh, the next Will be 28 to 35. もう一つは28節から35節を英語でお読みいたします。Okay. So the Lord said to Moses, Cut for yourself two tablets of stone like the first, and I will write on the tablets the words that were on the first tablets which you broke. Be ready by the morning and come up in the morning to Mount Sinai and present yourself there to me on the top of the mountain. No one shall come up with you, and let no one be seen throughout all the mountain. Let no flocks or herds graze opposite that mountain. So Moses cut two tablets of stone like the first. He rose early in the morning and went up on Mount Sinai, as the Lord had commanded him, and took in his hand two tablets of stone. The Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a God, merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children to the third and fourth generations. And Moses quickly bowed his head towards the earth and worshiped. And he said, If now I have found favor in your sight, O Lord, please let the Lord go in the midst of us, for it is a stiff necked people, and pardon our iniquity and our sin, and take us for your inheritance. So he, Moses, was there with the Lord for forty days and forty nights. He neither ate, nor drank, ate bread nor drank water, and he wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand, as he came down from the mountain, Moses did not know that his skin of his face shone because he had been talking with God. Aaron and all the people of Israel saw Moses, and behold, the skin of his face. Shown, and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them, and Aaron and all the leaders of the congregation returned to him, and Moses talked with them. And Aaron, I'm、oh, sorry, with, talked with them. Afterwards, all the people of Israel came near, and he commanded them all that the Lord had spoken with him in Mount Sinai. And when Moses had finished speaking with them, he put a veil over his face. Whenever Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, 
he would remove the veil until he came out. And when he came out and told the people of Israel what he was commanded, the people of Israel would see the face of Moses and that the skin of Moses' face was shining. And Moses would put the veil over his face again until he went in to speak with him. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for revealing yourself to us. May you show us a little more of yourself through this message today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So this first section opens up with Moses going back to God. Why? Right, because remember, God initially gave Moses the Ten Commandments on these two stone tablets. Right, but what happened to those first two stone tablets, the original? Right, Moses, you know, he, he was like excited. He comes down the mountain. And what does he see to his horror? Right, the Israelites are partying and dancing to another God. Oh my goodness. And it, it shocks Moses so much that he drops or he actually smashes the tablets. Symbolizing how the relationship with God has been shattered. But here in our story today, in chapter 34, right, we see how God is inviting Moses up again into the mountain to give again the covenant. Right? Did, did Israel deserve this? Absolutely not. Right? Re remember, the, the first time God gave the commandments, everyone was like, yes, we will obey. Did they obey? No! Right? In a, in a very bad way. And yet here is God. Inviting Moses again to give the commandments once again. Right? And in, in that actually is the main meaning of a covenant. Because right, we don't use that word. Now, I, I've never used that word, covenant. 
、えー、と血の契約と言われるこの単語、英語でコビネントですが、日常生活ではあまり使わない言葉なんです。Right, and any of you, you know, you're talking, chatting, texting your friend, hey, let, I, I, let's make a covenant today. 今日はこの新鮮なる契約をしようかとか、あんまり言いますか、皆さん。You know, how's your covenant with, with someone? I've never heard anyone. We use maybe the closest term, maybe contract. Right? Maybe, you know, if you started a new job, you have like. An employment contract. And maybe, you know, we're talking about apps. You know, when you download an app, sometimes there's like, do you agree to this contract? Right? Sometimes there's that sort of. Right. But a contract, right? A contract is between mutual two parties. Right. There is a give and take in this situation. The difference with a covenant, though, Is that, and the reason why we don't have this term nowadays is because it's usually by a superior, usually like a king, a royal person,、uh, to a, a, a someone under them, a vassal. And the covenant is always started by the covenant maker. Right, he initiates the covenant. And within the covenant, the, the contents of the covenant is usually the superior, the king, promises certain blessings, certain、uh, goodness on the vassals. If, on condition that they, of course, be good subjects, follow the rules of the certain area of the king. Right, and so it's never the other way around. The vassal never says, like, okay, I will bless you, king, if you. No, it's, it's just very strange for, for that to happen. Right, but one, and, and so that concept is already there in, in, in this you know, culture, in that day. But of course, the difference with God's covenant. 
with his people is that God already has given grace. The covenant is based on grace. Right, it's already based upon the fact that what? That God has saved Israel from Egypt. Right, and so time and time again, that's what God says to his people. Remember, I brought you out of Egypt. That's how the covenant always begins. And what's beautiful about the covenant with God is that God chooses to reveal himself to his people. Right, I mean, usually, right, in those days, I mean, the king is somewhere way over there. You, know, you don't see him, he's somewhere over there in his palace doing, I don't know. Right, and maybe kind of now too. I, I, I've never met any president of a country. I've never met our prime minister. I, I, I don't know where he, well, I don't even know what he does every day, actually. You know, to be honest. Has anyone ever actually seen a, a president of a country? Like, physically? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. But, but God here, he chooses to reveal himself to his people. And what does he reveal about himself in this section? And this is one of the most um, important characteristics of God that will be revealed here, that will be repeated again and then again throughout the whole Bible. で、ここで神様が現れるのは神様のご性質のことなんですね。素晴らしい神様のご性質が今日この箇所で示されて、この神様のご性質というのはこの後この聖書全体を通して繰り返し繰り返し出てくることなんです。And it begins in verse 6. それは6節から始まります。It says, "The Lord passed before Moses and proclaimed, The Lord, Yahweh, Yahweh, a God Merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Now, now there, there's a lot of, you know, very big words in there as well. 
And, and I, I just wanted I just wanted to sort of unpack sort of uh, d- describe a little more of the nuance of, of these especially these last two words right, it says st- in English in, in at least in this translation it says steadfast love and Faithfulness. Later on in the New Testament, in John, John will <coughs> go to choose these two words to describe Jesus. And how John, in the English translation, uses it, it says, Jesus came full of grace and truth. Okay, so John is taking this part in Exodus 34 6 and now using it to describe Jesus, the same words. Right, but this this word um, steadfast love it gets translated into into many different ways in in the in the in our Bibles. え、like more like covenant loyalty someone who is true to his promises that he will keep them no matter what happens Right, so, so you see how you know it's hard just in one word to kind of capture this. Right, because of course it can be kind of like integrity. Right, and, and the other word uh, in English, which is faithfulness, here. Right, this actually gets usually translated as truth in the Bible. And now truth too, in English, it's a very abstract concept, at least it is to me. あの、I mean it's one thing to say that yeah this is about truth。これは確かに真理についてのことなんだけども。But it's some it's something else to say he is truth. Right, that to me is a little bit more difficult to to grasp. Like, this person is truth. How how does that how is that person truth? Right, but the nuance is is that he 
he not only is truth, he does truthful things. So, so. つまりこの方にも偽りがないってことですよね。本当の誠のことをこの人はやるの信頼できる方だっていうニュアンスがあります。So well. だからそのことは結局あの義という言葉とちょっと重なり合う部分があります。だからこの六節に出てくる言葉にはいろんなニュアンスが微妙な意味合いがあの色合いが添えられている単語が出るということです。Initially recognize who, if a person is good or bad. Right? I think when, when we, I don't know if I should say judge people, but you know, when we decide someone's character, right, we, we usually look. At their, what, at their actions. Right? Just because a person says, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a good guy. You see his actions, you see what he's doing, you know, on, on maybe on a daily basis or maybe, you know, after a couple months, after a couple years. Then you start noticing, ah,、oh, okay, yeah, this guy is actually, he's, he's pretty good, he's okay. And so here, God, with Israel, Right? These people who were trapped in, Israel, in, in Egypt for a long time as slaves, he rescues them through these ten miracles, miraculous plagues. だから神様はイスラエルのためにずっともう400年間エジプトでどれであってイスラエルのためを救い出しましたあの10の奇跡的なことを用いてそれで救い出されたという行動をされたわけです。Right? He shows them how he is just The most powerful being. There is no other God that's power, more powerful than me. Right, that's why you can trust me. Right, how do we gain people's trust? By showing us that we can, we do truthful things, trustworthy things. But here is the crucial point because Israel failed on their part, right? Just a couple chapters before this. And yet, God chooses to reveal more of Himself, reveals His character to these people who don't even deserve it. 
その上に神様はどういう方であるかっていう神様のご性格をこのイスラエルのために本当はそんなことしてもらう値打ちもない状態になってるのにご自身のことを分かるように説明されてるんです。Right? He's telling them, look, I am a God of steadfast love and faithfulness. Come follow me. 神様は言われます。私は決して揺らわない強い愛の神なのだ。そしてどこまでも真実のものなのだ。だから私に従いなさいと。And the rest of the Bible will go on to actually describe, show us how God is actually full of this grace and truth. そしてこの後聖書はずっとですね私たちに神様はどれほどこのようにまことであり愛に満ちている方であるかということを伝えるために何度も書かれているわけです。Right? And one of the big reasons why is, as we know through the Christmas story, is that God Himself comes down. To us as sinful people. And how we will find out in a couple of weeks at Easter is that this God will choose to suffer on our behalf. To not only suffer, but to die, actually. And so he's showing his people, Israel, more and more of himself. He's saying, Look, download me, download my information. Here I am. だから神様もどんどんどんどん行動だけじゃなく今度は言葉で説明して私がどういう顔であるのかっていう神様のご性質を説明してこのことをあなたは理解して自分の中に入れなさい受け入れなさい自分取り込みなさいとおっしゃってるのです And then let's see what Moses actually does. そこでモーセが実際何をしたかを見ていきましょう So in verse 28 we jump there and, and it says Moses was there how long? でモーセが28節行きますね。山の上でどのぐらいいましたでしょうか、right. He was there for 40, days. ?40 日間も。40 nights. 40日、40夜。何も食べないで。No、water. 水も飲まないで。<笑> I've never gone through actually a full day without bread or water. <笑>飲まず食わず1日も行けません、私は。Let alone 40, a whole month and a half. But what's interesting about this is that, you know, Moses does that and he comes down. You know, he's like, well, yeah, hey guys, you know, how, how are you guys doing? You've been okay this time, you know, making any calves? No, he's not saying that. But what, what, what does the people, what do they notice about Moses? Right, Moses doesn't realize this. But the people do. They see that his face. Is something different about him. 
It's like shining. Actually, it's like shining so brightly that they ask him to put a veil over his face. What would make that change happen? Right? He was, he, Moses was there in the mountain 40 days, 40 nights without bread or water. What kept him alive? What gave him that nourishment and that energy every day? What was he doing? He was talking with God. He was in God's presence. It was God's words that kept him alive. And we always talk about God's glory. Right, that it's, it's so powerful. It's like his manifestation, right? God's manifestation is so powerful. Right, that's why when, whenever God's messengers, his angels come, Right, it's not God himself, but it's sort of God's representatives. Right, what, what are people's reactions all the time? It's always fear. Right, the, the messenger, the angel always has to say, don't, don't fear, it's okay, it's okay, guys. How much more? If we're in the presence of the Almighty God. Right, and that's why God has to shield himself all the time in front of his people. Right, because if, if God himself were to show up in his full power and glory, we, 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 would, we, we wouldn't be able to stand it. こういうね、幕屋を作りなさいと。その幕にも、で、遮蔽された中で、私はあなたと民と共に住めるからと教えてくださったんです。And で、ヨハネに書かれているように、イエス様は来られて、私たちの中に住まれたって書かれている住まれたのもとの単語は、あの、幕屋で使われている単語と同じ単語なんですね。で、そしてイエス様こそが私たちの中に住まれるために来られた
イエス様が亡くなられた時あの神殿の窓が上から下まで裂けたと書かれています。Right? And what does that symbolize? それは何を象徴しているでしょうか It symbolizes the fact that we can now come in contact with the Almighty God through a relationship with Jesus Christ. そのことは私たちがイエス様を通して神様と直接な関係を持てるようになったということを象徴しています。もうそこには大いも神様と私たちをあの区切るそのようなカーテンのようなものは何もいらないのだと。Right. And, and God is here freely showing himself, giving himself to us all the time through his Holy Spirit. そして神様は今ここにおられ、私たちに本当にいろんなものを惜しみなく、御霊を通して与えてくださっているのです。He says, Here I am. Look at me. Look. I want to give this to you this much. This, I, I want to protect you. I want to be with you. ここに私はいるのだよ。あなたにこんなものをこれだけもっと与えて、あなたを本当に遠にいて、あなたを守ってあげたいと神様は常に言われているのです。Right, and what is our response? いや、私たちはそれにどう応答したらいいでしょう。Right, sometimes like the Israelites, it is like, yeah, we will, we will follow you wherever you want to take us. もう時にはイスラエルの人たちのように、はい、そうです、あなたのおっしゃる通り、どこでもそこに従いますと言います。Right, but then unfortunately sometimes, like Israel as well, We're like kind of making our own stuff, kind of running away from God. But so here's my challenge for us this week. What if, like Moses, we could be in God's presence? Which we can. 神様のご臨在の中にいたらそれを私たちできるんですよ。What if we did that and we come out and we won't, we don't even know what's changed, but something's changed that other people then can recognize and be like, wow, I want something, I want that. そして神様のご臨在の中にあって私たちが出てくるときですね、私たち自身は分かってないんだけど、他の人がですね、この人何か。Right? right, like you knew them maybe even before they met Jesus, and you've known them now a couple years after they know Jesus. そしてその方はイエス様を知る前のことを知ってて、今そのイエス様を知ってから何年も経ってからその人、また会って、えって思うようなこと。Same person. But kind of, something's different. Right? Maybe it's the, the way they talk or you know, the, the way they you know, carry themselves. Something has changed. And maybe sometimes for us too. Right? We, we have that. We know that feeling right? when we're close to God. 私たちも神様と共に時間を過ごしたあなたのその気持ち、自分のも,もらっているものは知ってると思うんですね。Right, you know that feeling, right? Like when, when you come through a really great church service and you're like, yeah, yeah, I, 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 you know, I was in God's presence. そう素晴らしい教会の礼拝に出ることができて、神様の臨在の中にいたなと思ったその時のこと
But we also know the opposite as well. Right? Um, you, you know, some of us know that I was in Hokkaido last week with my family. You know, and uh, you know, it, it, was, it was just so much fun. I, 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 love, I love the snow, I love just being out. And, 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 and you know, I, I came back. And, and you know, I had a lot of work piled up because, you know, I, 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 had, I didn't have time to even check my computer. Right, so Thursday, Friday, oh, oh my God, I didn't even have time to be tired. I, I, you know, I was doing so much stuff. <laughs> and then finally Saturday comes along and it's like, oh my God, I, 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 I didn't even, you know, I'm not even prepared for my message. <laughs> you know, to be honest, I, I haven't opened my Bible this whole week. Uh, just between us. But that feeling of when I first opened it, and it's like, wow, you know, it's like, it, 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 was, it, was, it was a good feeling. They need to be all back in God's Word, and it's like, oh, I'm back home. <laughs> What if we can do that all the time? Right? What, what if we could be in God's presence all the time? Right? What if we could spend time in God's Word all the time? Right? What if we could spend time in prayer all the time? We actually can. We actually can. There, there is, there's nothing to hold us back from that. <coughs> right? Of course, if we're in a different country with different laws, yeah, yeah, there might be outside restrictions placed on us. <coughs> But there's none of that here. The only restrictions on not being in God's presence all the time, of not reading our Bibles all the time, of not being in prayer all the time, is actually whatever restrictions we put on ourselves. What if we kind of reshuffle, reorganize our days so that, yeah, we put that in our schedule? では、もし私たちが自分の1日の予定をちょっと自分で組み直してですね、その神様の時間を入れることをしてみたらどうでしょう。Right. Yes, we need time for those, you know, downtimes, those rest times. Yes, we need time for work. もちろん私たちは自分一人でちょっと体休めたりとか、もちろん仕事する時間とか、家のことする時間、それは必要です。But what if within that busy kind of packed schedule that we sometimes fill our days with? What if we could pluck in like a little bit here and there, find those moments where we can just download from God? Right? It's so easy now to download apps. 
Sometimes it's actually too easy. Right? And, and your phone kind of like all of a sudden like has so much apps that you don't know what to do with it. <laughs> what if we thought of downloading some of God's apps this week? It's actually easier than clicking a button. All you have to do is switch that in your mind. Right, you don't need any physical action to do that. You can do that on the train. You can do that even maybe while you're on the internet, you can even do that. Right? So next time you look at your smartphone, maybe it reminds you that you should click on God's app. Right? Click on that God prayer app. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, click on that God spiritual time button. And as we do more and more of that, may others around us see that and be drawn to God. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for being here with us. That how your presence is so, so powerful. That we, we can't even fathom to, to be in contact with you. But maybe as we be with you a little more this week, May some of that glory rub off on us. So that others around us then not see us but see you. And that maybe we don't even realize this transformation that's happening. That this transformation just becomes a natural part of our life. That being in your presence just becomes the norm. And not the exception. May that be a routine this week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.